Hello and welcome to the Brookwood Church Sunday Message Podcast. This week was the start of Adventure Week, which is Brookwood's take on Vacation Bible School. In this special service, our family pastor, J.C. Thompson, leads our Brookwood families into a message on fear. This message is short, but it was accompanied by a massive service where all of our families at Brookwood celebrated and worshiped Jesus together. If you want to see the whole service with worship, puppets, and so much more, you've got to go to our Watch and Listen page on our website, brookwoodchurch.org forward slash messages. We pray that this message encourages you and your family as you seek Jesus together. Oh, oh, come on. You're not tired already, are you? We're just getting started. Say, what up, families? Kids, where you at? Yeah, come on, come on. Hey, it's okay to scream in here. Where are you at? Good, good. Man, I have loved, loved, loved watching you worship today. Thank you so much for participating. My name's JC, I'm the family pastor here. And today you've already heard that fear is not the boss of me, but you may be wondering to yourself, why are we even talking about this? Like, why are we talking about fear being the boss of me? Well, it's an important concept to understand. And it's something that all of us in here deal with. We feel worry, we feel, we feel fear, we feel anxiety. And so I want to give you a little illustration. I want to bring my friends back out here. Chris and Ryan, will y'all come out here? Give it up for them. They did such a great job earlier. Thank you for picking that popcorn up. I was afraid I was going to step on it. I got you. (laughs) So fear, the thing about fear is you don't have to just not do anything with fear. It can be very scary, and that can cause you to do nothing. But the thing about fear is it influences the way that you enter into situations. It influences the way that you deal with people. It influences the way that you think about circumstances. And so I want everybody in here to realize that for today, this fence is going to symbolize fear. Everybody say, fear is a fence. Fear is a fence. Hey, good job. Thank you, guys. Now, these guys up here, regardless of this fence being here or not, I'm standing in front of thousands of people teaching you what the Bible has to say about fear. The situation is not different, but the fence, the fear can make you approach that situation differently. It can make you hesitate. It can make you worry about the results. What if I say something not good? What, what if people heard a, a, me misuse a word and then they're not gonna hear anything else that I say? What if this person didn't like my shirt because it's orange and that's a weird color? And so like, what about, what about that? And you can feel trapped by fear and you can enter situations differently, or you could not do what God is calling you to do because of how your mind perceives a situation to be. But the situation isn't any different, but our emotion, our fear can bring us in and change the way that we feel and change the way that we behave. So fear is a fence. Everybody say, fear is a fence. Thank you guys, appreciate it. Guys are so strong, thank you for holding that fence up. But the Bible teaches us what we can do with our fear. In fact, all this week at Adventure Week, 2 Peter 1, 3 tells us that God gives us everything that we need to lead a godly life. Do you believe that? Okay, kids, 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 kids. No, here's the deal. Your parents are in here. Perry does this all the time with them. So they should be loud, okay? But we know in children's ministry, you're loud when there's a question that's asked, okay? So do you believe that God has given everything to you that you need to lead a godly life? 
Okay, good. Well, what has he given you? That's a good question to ask. What has he given you? See, what's the opposite of fear? Somebody tell me the opposite of fear. Courage. Somebody said courage. No, no, no. Courage is action in spite of fear. That's a behavior. It's a feeling. What's the opposite feeling of fear? It's peace. It's peace. Now, peace comes from our faith, right? But it's peace. When we enter in a situation and we feel at peace, we can say what we need to. We can love the way that we should. We can do all those things. But the question is, is does God give us fear or does God give us peace? What does God give us? He gives us peace, and we know that because 2 Timothy 1.7 teaches us that God does not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but he gives us one of power, of love, and of self-discipline, which means when we experience fear, it means we need to look at, do we trust God? Do we believe that God is in control? Well, do you? Do you believe that God is in control? Now, parents, I love this. I love this about you, because sometimes when we look at our kids, we look at things that they're afraid of, like loud noises or mascots for our favorite sports teams or clowns, which I can kind of get there a little bit. Uh, and we go, what an irrational set of fears. Like, why are they afraid of these things? It, it doesn't make sense. We know some of the truth behind that. So we want to share truth with our kids and go, well, that's irrational. But here's the thing, kids. Here's the thing. You're not the only one that has irrational fears. Your parents also have irrational fears. They're afraid. Now, we know that when we trust God, we won't fear anything. But I want to give you some examples of some things that your parents fear that kids you would look at and go, why in the world do my parents fear these things? Okay, so check these out. Here's the first one. Ice cream. Now, kids are going, ice cream, why would you ever be afraid of ice cream? But remember, fear doesn't necessarily mean that you just run away. Fear changes how you think and approach a situation. So you may look at that ice cream and go, oh, I gotta have like six bites. If I have seven bites, I'm going overboard. What's this gonna do to my figure? Like what, what's gonna happen? What's somebody gonna think of me? What if I get this stuck in my beard? Like what in the world? Kids are going, it's ice cream. Give me another bite of that. That is delicious, right? Irrational fear. Here's another one, here's another one. Check this out. Mondays. I mean, kids just got on summer vacation. They're thinking about Mondays. They're going, give me Monday. I'm gonna wake up at two o'clock. I'm gonna watch some Netflix. I'm gonna put my feet up. I'm gonna do all the chores that my mom told me to do, which is like one thing, because they don't want to upset me. <laughs> y'all don't do that. Y'all don't do that. But parents, do you approach Monday differently than Tuesday? Do you approach Monday differently than Friday? Is it because of something we believe about a Monday? Do we truly fear Mondays? Is God in control of Mondays? Then why are we afraid of them? Why do we approach them differently? Why do they create anxiety and worry in us? We need to look at, do we truly trust that God is in control? And he was even in control over the weekend. Here's the last one. This is my favorite. The mailbox. Kids love the mail. If they get something with their name on it, they will yank it out of there and they will parade it around. Look at this, yeah, this has got my name on it. Somebody knows my name and where I live. This is awesome. Parents go to the mailbox and they're like, this is my name and my address. And they want money from me. Are you filled with joy when you go to the mailbox? 
Do you approach the mailbox differently than your kid? And the reality is, is this, God is still in control. So fear may not cause you to run away, but fear may cause you to think about, approach, behave differently than you normally would if you truly believed that God was in control of everything. Well, all of us experience fear. What do we do when we experience fear? Like, what what do we do? Because we feel it. We know it's there. Well, the Bible teaches us what to do. In fact, the Bible teaches us what to do in a myriad of situations about fear. I'll give you some examples here. When you fear the future, Matthew 10, 31 says that you're more valuable than a sparrow and God feeds the sparrows. And if he cares about the sparrows and you're more valuable to them, then won't God provide for you as well? Matthew 10, 31 teaches you that. When you're afraid of what somebody might think about you or what they might do to you, Psalm 56, 11 says, if you trust God, if you place your faith in him, what can people even do to you? Like, what can they do? God protects your soul. He cares about you that much that that is what he's concerned about. But do you fear those things? Psalm 56, 11 gives you something to know about that. What about approaching something difficult? Do you get anxious, worried when you approach something difficult? Proverbs 28, 1 teaches us that we can be as bold as lions because our God empowers us to approach situations with courage, that in spite of our fear, we can move forward. What do we do when we're afraid and we don't feel those things that scripture says we can feel? We run to God. When I am afraid, I can run to God. In fact, Philippians 4 teaches this. I think these verses are gonna come up on the screen. Check this out. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet, that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see, in other words, us, followers of Jesus, are to help people see that the master is about to arrive. We are helping people see that Jesus is live and he is coming to help. He can show up at any minute. Do not fret or worry. Instead of worrying what? Instead of worrying what? Instead of worrying what? Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. When you are afraid, you can run to God. And he is excited and he is welcoming towards you as you run to him with your worries because it shows him that you know he's in control. So if you want to approach fear differently and remember that fear is not the boss of you, you've got to place your trust in God. Because of Jesus, that fence of fear is gone. He's removed it so you can live in freedom. So I want to challenge you. I want to challenge the kids, but I also want to challenge you adults. Let's live like we truly believe that God is in control. Do you believe that God is in control? Oh, come on. Do you believe that God is in control? Then let's work like God is in control. Let's play like God is in control. Let's build relationships with our family, with our friends, with our neighbors, and even with our enemies like God is in control. Let's give like God is in control. Let's serve like God is in control. Let's love other people like God is in control and let us live every day as if we truly believe that fear is not the boss of me. God is in control. Let's pray. God, we love you. We love you so much. 
Thank you for allowing us to see that you are in control of everything. Thank you that when we feel fear, you don't condemn us, but you want us to run to you with that. Help us to learn to believe that you're in control, but God, also help us to learn that when we feel fear, let those things be shaped into prayers. And I pray, God, that we trust you, that we believe in you, that we live, serve, love, give, work, play, like you're truly in control. And God, we pray that you'd hold this rain off. Let us have fun with our families. Let us celebrate. Let us embrace the fact that you love us and that fear is not the boss of us. We love you. It's in all God's people said, amen. Now, before you start leaving, we got some more folks who are gonna come out here. We got some more stuff to tell you, so check this out. And if you would like to see what those things are, you can go check out the full video of this week's service on our website, brookwoodchurch.org forward slash messages. Here at Brookwood Church, our desire is to assist you in pursuing a relationship with Jesus so that you can experience transformed life. And one of the ways you can do that is by getting connected here at Brookwood. Our family ministry is responsible for some of the most amazing things that we do here at Brookwood, including Adventure Week and they're always looking for more volunteers to help put services like this together. They're looking for musicians, small group leaders, voice actors, builders, and so much more. If you'd like to know more ways in which you can help serve our family ministry, or if you just have questions about who we are, you can email us at connections at brookwoodchurch.org or call us at 864-688-8326. Next week, Perry will start a new series on the book of Galatians, and we can't wait to see you there. Have a great week.